Hi, it's Manuel Judice here and welcome to episode number 20. This is season 2 of the podcast Alignia Your Change Initiative. Today I want to talk about the importance of developing change skills in your team. And that makes like a significant difference in achieving business objectives. Now, um, in previous episodes, I really uh, defined and described at length the different metrics, the different indicators of whether an initiative is succeeding or failing from different individuals' perspectives and point of views. Um, one of the, uh, having, having interviewed, but having worked alongside leaders and teams across different industries, and they were introducing, introducing business change. When asked the questions, the, um, the answers were, the, 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 what success looks like, the answers were primarily uh, grouped into one of these three categories. Number one, we want to see, we want the technology or our investment to, to, to heal a benefit and it's concrete, to basically um, create a solution, develop a solution that's fit for purpose. It gives us what we've actually been sold, what we see this doing in a video, in a tutorial, in a demo. Right? So we need to integrate this technology, be it a collaboration tool, financial uh, reporting dashboard, um, a, um, a, uh, uh, an inside-based uh, methodology or an inside-based tool, Salesforce.com, whichever the technology might be, it has to be fit for purpose. It has to deliver on what has it that's promised, number one. And we need an organization to, we need our technology team to develop it in, in such a way that it delivers that value. So that's an objective number one, every organizational uh, project and initiative want to do. Number two, they want to make sure that the, they, they operate within constraints and they deliver on time and on budget. And number three, and that's what I want to talk a bit more about it today, is the we want to make sure that there is a project, it's delivering concrete value, but also the business understand that it is valuable, they're confident that they're ready to receive the value, and they can fully utilize it. Fully utilize it, they understand how it, how um, the, the positive effects, the positive um, um, you know, products, the benefits of that tool, and how they make each other's, uh, each, each person's life better, you know, professional life better. How is that going to improve things from, from my point of view? Now, um, so these, obviously I'm explaining very, very much in layman terms, but when we talk, to, when we talk about getting leader um, business buy-in, there's different elements and different metrics organization uh, y- utilize, but ultimately it comes down to, uh, yes, developing a technology that works, do it on time, on budget, but uh, unless your, your business or at least the impacted business area utilizes to its fullest, fullest extent, then it is not unleashing, unlocking um, any value for your organization. It is a wasted investment. And that's why uh, organizations started looking at defining metrics such as, you know, user adoption, uh, percentage of user adoption, how fast the users adopt the technology, um, how they, are they adopting, first of all, and how fast they're adopting it, and then um, how good are they using it, are they using all the functionality, are using part of it. Because the return, the, the return on investment, oftentimes when, when we're rolling out innovation, is really directly um, uh, related to your business ability or at least the majority of a percentage of business ability to utilize that technology. Now, having said that, um, a lot of uh, organizations are investing in change management or uh, communication departments or a, a hybrid of communication and change expertise that are being brought externally uh, from consultants or consultancies 
but also you know you have a comms person within your team that, talk, that looks after the corporate comms or a corporate affairs corporate affairs department. Um, there is a lot of there's a, in my experience in my direct observation there've been a lot of challenges in um, in organizations actually uh, achieving this this third goal that I mentioned hey getting your business on board you know reducing resistance getting them on board and again getting them excited and confident they can utilize the technology and a lot of what it comes down to it is actually your business um, oftentimes uh, your your project team your your strategic initiative is led in a way that actually the te- the, via- the value is being created of the technology the technology is functional but the value isn't communicated so your business doesn't even know that the full uh, I, I can I, how can they take the full advantage how can they take full advantage of the technology we're developing and why that should matters so in other terms um we're not as project and delivery teams. Oftentimes, we're not very good salespeople. We're not really good at promoting or marketing people, if you will, just to use a, a kind of analogy. Um, we're not very good at you know telling our business why what we do, uh, how do, what we do is going to help them, and we tend to uh, single out a person, a comms person, an engagement person, or a change person to do that job for us. Right or a project manager. Unfortunately, though, your project, your delivery team, the the primary core and area of expertise is in t- delivering a system that works, it's functional. You know, do you have testers? You have developers. You have consultants, IT consultants. You have trainers, but none of these people actually have unified or trained or supported in communicating out to the business the entirety strategically. The entire value of value of that initiative to that specific segment of your business has been impacted, um, and this is directly related to your ability to have a return on that investment. And that's why um, today's episode, I really wanted to call out some of the skills that have to be developed by your uh, the, the leaders. Uh, and when I talk about leaders, I'm, I'm talking about people that are in charge of other people, so managers within different. Um, um, layers of the organization and their ability yes to kind of own and own up to the standard deliverables which is um, you know technology oriented or project management or frameworks or agile whichever that might be but also they have to uh, develop the ability to communicate to the business or with the business in a way that is meaningful to them to the audience the audience needs to understand uh, the value of what you're doing and the value of what you as a as a developer as a technology expert what you're creating and you need to be able to explain it express it in layman terms to the the business audience you're talking to right? we're talking about return on investment value realization this is not soft skills any longer i've seen many many projects that actually fail in uh, one organization at several uh, multinational organizations in the FMC, fast moving consumer goods, FMCG. And they had six or seven collaboration tools scattered around the globe. And and the technology served the fitted purpose because no one was collaborating because everyone was using the same tool based on the geography, right? Um, so that was an incredible waste of time, resources, and money. There was also all sorts of factors to that a company had been bought and um, kind of divested and integrated several times over the years. but. Still, the uh, the technology itself wasn't being utilized, so it had been a, a complete utter waste of money, and it hadn't been integrated either. So technology is just an enabler of value; it's not valuable by 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 itself. And the value of technology or your innovation, whichever change it might be, it could be also a system upgrade or um, 
you know, you, you're trying to um, achieve operational efficiencies. But the value of all of that is actually directly related, directly dependent upon the ability of your change, your project, your delivery team to communicate such value to the entirety of your business or the business that is impacted by it. And only if they utilize it, only if they understand it, then you will have a return from it. There is a, people have started looking at um, payback period, which is basically a cash uh, return um, metric that allows you to find out whether um, you will have a cash return straight after you go live with your project of 6, 12, 18 months later or not at all. Right. There's a lot of organizations start applying those type of metrics. You actually find out that uh, these are very strong um, and a stringent, compelling story for having your business on board. And again, uh, uh, typically what organizations, this is one of the biggest mistakes the CPM uh, project do, projects doing is they rely on one person, come on, come board and do the, do the comes for us, send a bulletin, send a newsletter once a month. But the truth of the matter is you have 10, 15, 20, 30 people in your change team that are developing a technology and they constantly engage with the business on a daily basis. And these are the people that are actually setting the expectation, not just on a senior, uh, senior leadership level, although that is also beneficial, but including even a product owner, for example, the person that owns inside out the, the technology that's been deployed, but also the business pain, the need that that technology is going to fulfill. That person has to be put in a position that she, he or she needs to communicate uh, to the business. Um, this is why we're building, why, why we're developing these component this is how it is going to make a significant difference and this is how we're going to show you that is the case this is how we're going to demonstrate that to you um, we're talking about functionality you know this financial this uh, procurement dashboard it allows you to and one one conversation that a project or change team would need to have with a procurement department is here is the dashboard here is well, this is what we'll you are we are an org, um, international organization we operate across different countries but historically we couldn't um, leverage synergies we couldn't you know lever, lean on the same vendors across different countries because we didn't have a consolidated view of who the vendors were how much it cost to buy from them and what type of service they provided to us and how that how valuable the service was in order to have a comparison um, uh, over time but by product or by type of service Right? But having that consolidated view on a dashboard, this is what we're developing as an organization, it's going to allow us to give you that visibility and start making different decisions. So um, kind of guide your decision-making process. Now, this is incredibly valuable, but this is valuable from a procurement perspective. This is a type of conversation that a, a product owner might have or a team needs to be able to have a delivery or change team um, with their stakeholders on a daily basis. Uh, because that's what technology is doing. Technology isn't a, a one-off. It's not a binary choice. It's not about making it work or not working. It's about also um, engaging with your business uh, consistently as a project team, as a team, uh, and, and sharing with them what are the concrete um, progress points, what are the concrete valuable elements or features or characteristics of your previous solution and, and how they're going to make a difference to them. Once you start, once you develop this, this, your team's ability to communicate in those terms, then yes, you can still leverage your uh, communication, your, your newsletters, your, 
your bulletin, your podcasts, your your posters, uh, your website, your SharePoint. You can leverage all sorts of different uh, tools, but actually, uh, how you interact, how your your project team interacts with your SMEs, for example, with the business representatives that are in charge of suppose your change network. Some people define it in those terms. How these people interact with your with your change team is is crucial because they actually are the voice of the business. They're representatives. And if their relationships are not well coordinated, uh, if not, not all of these people are not on board, they are engaged with effectively, uh, they are listened to, they are uh, communicated with empathically, um, and and they are listened to in terms of what the concerns are, what the frustrations are, then um, your 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 email, your newsletter sent once a month is not going to override what is actually happening on the ground. So what I'm suggesting here is the, the ability of your change team to upskill. Start looking at the idea of upskilling your change, your project team. This is some of the work that I do when I work with clients. And... Um, uh, uh, on, a, on, a, on a coaching, from a coaching point of view, a lot of, for example, your change team, one of the key uh, skills is the ability to manage resistance. Right? Manage, ability to manage resistance through single conversations. There's a structure to it. There's an element of listening. There is an element of not taking things seriously. Uh, there's an element of um, uh, not taking things personally. There's an element of not taking... Um, a, a kind of a defensive stance towards someone is actually a genuine question. There might not even be a resistance. There's a lot of elements that have to be developed, but oftentimes is, I, I can observe how uh, project change teams are very defensive, very rigid, and the lack of fluidity usually has also a ripple out effect, the negative effect on the other two objectives, which is basically developing a technology that works, but also delivering on time and on budget, because there's, like, there's a mistrust that kind of has been developed. So I'm really emphasizing and advocating for the importance of core change skills, such as empathy, listening, communicating, engaging, advocating for a specific product or technology, and do it in a way that is meaningful to the people that are receiving the message but also managing resistance, coaching your people, um, you know, being able to deal with, with difficult, being able to have difficult conversations. These are all soft skills, but in my experience, this is actually what makes the, the biggest, these are the, the biggest intangible contributors to a, your project be successful or not successful. Um, so I hope you find some, some value in this session. I'm really passionate about um, this topic because I've, I've, uh, I've observed um, projects and from from different perspective both from a managerial perspective but also from operational perspective at the beginning of my career and i've had i've facilitated a lot of workshops and also one-to-one coaching conversations with people that are actually on the ground as well as working with senior leaders there's often oftentimes a very strong disconnect between the, the plan and what is defined up front and what is actually happening on the ground where things actually go wrong and you'd be surprised that there is a significant amount of uh, failures um, that are due to um, the lack of core and essential change skills, which are some of them the ones that I've just mentioned.